You are now tuning into Nude Radio with your host, Kenny Heflin, and I am joined by one of my awesome friends, Mr. Corey L. Scott. Hey! <laughs> What's up, nudist? Corey, where can I find you? Corey L. Scott on Instagram, Twitter, Clubhouse, TikTok, all the things. C-O-R-Y-L-S-C-O-T-T. Okay. And make sure to follow us here at New Radio on Twitter and Instagram at New Radio 101 and hit me up on Instagram at my personal page. Make sure to respond and send feedback respectfully at Kenny Heflin. Y'all know how I like it, but yes, I wanted to, you know, Corey, I have been wanting to talk about this particular topic for <laughs> some time now. And this has been something, y'all, that Corey and I, um, I've been, first off, I've been following Corey for years um, from one of his uh, YouTube channels uh, that, again, I subscribed to back in, what, 2014? And we finally met through Clubhouse, but at one of our many link-ups that we had, and it's just been up from there. So Corey introduced me to this particular topic. Um, it was... One sunny day on Clubhouse, at least it was here in sunny in LA, but you know, I forgot how we got on the topic, but Corey, you told me about a particular sex survey, if I'm correct, with my memory. <laughs> yes. The post sex survey. Yeah. Cause I think we were in a room and I was talking about my my escapades, especially back in twenty sixteen, how I used to uh, teach the, you know, the, I was what, 26? I was like with little 19, 20, 20 somethings and stuff, and I was teaching them how to be good bottoms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Lord. I was, no, because I was teaching them how to douche. Okay. You know, how to uh, exit stage left when they're hooking up with a, with a gentleman, especially someone who's older. Mm -hmm. um, what it looks like to even send nudes. I mean, yeah. The proper nudes. Yes. And I was giving them the game. Mm -hmm. I felt I did a service. And I never talked about this on the show. This is my first time actually talking about it. But I was a I was a mess. I was dropping dick off like the milkman. Were you? I was. That was my sexual awakening was in twenty sixteen. And I had a little army of of the younger twenty somethings. Um I've, I've climbed through many of, of windows and snuck out of many of doors because here in LA, if you're a local and you're 20 and 21 or 22, you probably still live at home with your parent. You probably got six roommate and all of that. But I had to teach them like, you know, like, like I say, like, again, how to douche properly, you know, how to, when I say exit stage left, like what it looked like when you are playing in a game of the hookup culture getting the fuck up out of there and not waiting on no dude to drop you off at home or to, you know, kick you out, leave, mm -hmm. save yourself the embarrassment. I felt again that I was doing the gay community just a, a service in my opinion. But I mean, I think that's how we had got on the particular topic of said sex survey uh, that you conducted in your early twenties. Yes. Was it? How long was that? Like, how many years did that, did that span? Like, So, here are the records, Kenny. Oh, my from, Lord. He done whipped it on. From September 20th, 2004. Damn. Until <laughs> October 10th, 2007. I thought it was about three years, and the data shows that it was about three years. Well, look at that. That if we had sex. Mm-hmm. I would email you, because this is, again, 2004, mm -hmm. so it ain't like I could send you a, a Google poll or anything mm -hmm. like that. I had to send an email. You had to download the document, fill in the document, send it back, upload it, send it back to me, right? Mm. But it was called the post-sex survey. Mm -hmm. If we had sex, you had to fill the survey out. And if mm -hmm. you didn't complete the survey, 
and send it back to me, we would not have sex again. Now, I, I, I like to believe mm-hmm. that I'm a great sexual partner. Me too. And so that would be incentive enough for people to want to complete the survey. Mm. Most of the time it was. Um, from time to time, somebody would challenge me mm-hmm. and be like, I ain't sending that shit. I ain't doing no fucking survey. And I'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I'd not say anything. And then they would hit me up to connect. And I'd be like, oh, I was just waiting to get the survey back. Right. Well, be there And they'd be like, oh my God, are you serious? And I'm like, yes. If you don't fill the survey out, we can't fuck again. So, what made you start this in the first place? Oh, Lord Jesus. Uh, shout out to my friend. Uh, I'm going to send him the link to this episode. I'm not going to say his name, but he knows who he is. Please do, yes. We were having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and he was on top of me, mm-hmm. riding me. Mm. And I was just laying there. Having the time of my life. Oh my God. I was just laying there. Woo! Yes. Was riding, he on his boy. knees or was he on his feet riding? I don't, I don't remember, but he was riding. But you felt all the insides. And he looked down at me and he was like, damn, nigga. Like, can you give me some pelvic support or upward pelvic thrust or something? Like, mm-hmm. nigga, you just laying there. And I was mortified. Now he tried to call you a lazy top. Yes. And I was like, critiquing my sex game? Hmm. And the way that my mind works, if there is something that I really care about, that I'm really invested in, Mm -hmm. I have to get this right. And the only way for me to do that is to learn as much as I can about the thing Mm -hmm. and to learn as much as I can about my performance in executing the thing. Gotcha. And so I needed to know what the boys had to say about sex with me mm-hmm. so that I could improve. Because ain't nobody ever going to look down at me again and talk to me like that. Okay. <laughs> so I started the survey. Interesting. Would you tell people before y'all engaged in sexual activity no. that there was a, a survey? No. Oh, afterwards? Yes. Oh. You're like a, like a mom and pop business. Wow, very brick and mortar. Like yeah. Very. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Like, you know, a little cupcake factory, a yeah. little cupcake, little shop or something. Uh-huh. Then after you, hey, you mind filling out a survey for him? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Hmm. And so, like, the survey asked about my level of sexual prowess. Mm-hmm. Um, like, how freaky, how kinky was it? Mm-hmm. How much attention did I pay to to your body? How much you enjoyed it? Um, was I attentive and paying attention to you? Mm-hmm. Um, what you thought about my actual sexual performance? Was my dick too big? Was my dick too little? Mm-hmm. You know, was I too tight? Um, were you like blazing through the booty hole? Mm-hmm. Um, whatever the questions were, and they were ranked from one to ten, gotcha. right? So you can pick a survey number. Um, and it was nine questions. And then the last question was my favorite question, mm. um, which was possibility of further sexual encounters. So you ranked from one, absolutely not, to 10, absolutely yes, the fuck we are. Um, and then there was a comment box for you to write whatever open-ended comment mm-hmm. you wanted to leave. Um, and people filled out the survey and I, I took that shit serious. I read every, and I would tell people like, don't like, this is not for my ego, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I really need you to take this seriously. Like, tell me what I did wrong. Tell me what I didn't do. Like, tell me what I could do better. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I had to learn all of the things um, while I'm having sex and reading the surveys. And so that's what I did. Now, did you have some less than favorable responses? No, not ever. Oh. If you could average, what was the, the score that you ranked? It was, I'm being modest. 8.59 would have been the average. Mm-hmm. So when you gave me the survey back, I entered all the numbers that you entered, calculated them, 
mm-hmm. right? For your for Kenny survey. And then I averaged Kenny survey with the rest of the surveys so I knew what my aggregate number was. Interesting. On average. I'm not playing no fucking games. I don't know who y'all think this is. If you ever worked with Corey L. Scott, you know how serious I am. I was serious about this survey. And so no, I didn't I didn't ever get really any bad reviews or anything like that. That pelvic thrust thing, mm-hmm. baby, that haunted me. And do you know, Kenny, it was it had to be ten years before he let me get it again. Oh. And I was determined to get it again. Mm-hmm. And when I did, baby, I went to work. God damn it. It was full on Oscar worthy performance because I needed him to know. Was this best picture Oscar worthy or was this supporting actor? This was best picture. Oh. And now he and I are back regularly connected. I saw him a month ago. Actually, well, uh, when I was in D.C. for Pride, he was also in D.C. for Pride. And uh, and those hip thrusts was thrusting. Those hip thrusts were thrusting, baby. Very cute. I feel like with that, I know for me, like I'm a sexual pleaser mm-hmm. just by nature. So I love to have that particular um, insight on the kind of sex I'm providing. Yeah. And it kind of gets, you know, we can get self-conscious uh, at times because, again, we're always critiquing ourselves, and especially something that we're very passionate about. Like I say, I love to have sex. So when I'm with one of my sexual partners, be, be it someone who I've been having sex with for years, you know, and we have that rapport. We know each other's bodies and stuff. We know exactly like what we like. And even like with the new people, whenever that does happen or if it does happen at this time, um, I, it kind of has stopped a long time ago, but sometimes, you know, you get some, some little nights and mornings where you might meet somebody new and y'all end up becoming new sex buddies or whatever. But I love, I love when I get those texts back from dudes that I don't ask for, mind you, but I got the DMs, I got the text messages where they're like, slut me out again. Ooh, daddy, I love that, you know, that dick, uh, you know, you right. fucked my hole, you messed me up in a good way, I want some more, you know, you had me leaking, you know, all these different things, you know, and another thing that got, that gets me annoyed that gay men, uh, sometimes gay men will say is, uh, oh, you got me pregnant, oh, you filled me up with your babies, shut up, that, I hate that. <laughs> I cannot, I That's cannot stand funny. that because we can't have babies. Oh, it'll be all right. Together. No, they'd be getting my goddamn nerve. So let me read the beginning of how the survey starts. Mm-hmm. In an effort to help evaluate and, and improve all future encounters, please complete the following survey as much as possible. <laughs> Your answers will help to make the sex better for the next occasion. So mm. <laughs> the scale was... From your shit sucks to your shit is on point. And then the mm. middle of that was, eh, all right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, energy, prowess, um, the level of interaction, stamina and control, size and workability, mm. um, freakiness of kinks, um, level of skill and knowledge of sexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, level of attention and satisfaction, Mm -hmm. Uh, overall sexual experience, right? What would you rate this overall experience? Mm -hmm. Um, And last, possibility of future sexual encounters. So it's a pretty short survey. Yeah. It's not too much for y'all to do. No, I wasn't trying to like, you know, run a research project. Okay. But, and then questions, comments, brilliant remarks, or stupid statements. Was the last second. I absolutely love that. Yeah. Wow. You make me want to damn start a survey shit. Yeah, I was, I was, I was serious. So, but, so the, the survey was one thing, but I also started paying attention. I, I read random stuff all Same. the time. Mm-hmm. So I read about sex as well. Mm. Um, tips and tricks and all of those things. Um, and I learned a number of things, a a lot 
about my own body, about other people's bodies, mm-hmm. about tools and aids to help us along this whole thing. I don't got no no issues with kinks and fetishes. People can have whatever kinks or fetishes that they want to have. I have some of my own. Um, right? I had to learn all of those things. And even yoga. Mm-hmm. Baby, that, that's, that's what elevated me to the status of sex god. Once I started taking yoga and taking yoga seriously, that's when I moved from a demigod to a sex god. So you are a sex god. Yeah. Do you have like an alternate uh, name or Mm-mm. is it just Corey? Mm-mm. The legend now, of Corey? I, I, I can... Oof. I don't know if I tell the people. Um, How many people do you often smite with your wrath? I don't... Listen, I don't have a body count, Kenny. That's so... That's so reductive to reduce a person to a number. Everybody is special. Really? Yes. So everyone even... I mean, because you're a sex god. So, yeah. I don't know, like, is everyone worthy for said penis? Is everyone worthy? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. But, but am I going to give it to everybody? No. What's the requirements for you? I don't know. To smite thee. I don't know. And, mm. um, hey, hey, y'all. Y'all know I like giving spoiler alerts and, you know, tricks and tips and fun facts. I'm not a top. Okay. So there's that part. I what think are you? I am Corey L. Scott. Uh, I prefer to top most of the time, mm-hmm. but I'm versatile. So it's probably like a 70-30 proposition or 80 20 proposition somewhere in there. Mm. Um, you know, I'm a lesbian. But I'm, I, I know you're a lesbian. lesbian. And for those of you who are wondering, Kenny and I have not had lesbian love, okay? Well, We've wouldn't not be, had le- lesbian sex. Well, it wouldn't count as lesbian sex. It would, right, in the realm of how you be having lesbian sex. Well, no, because you be flipping tops over and they be throwing their... They booty at you. Not all the time. Not all the time. But the y'all success just, rate is higher than normal. Right. Whatever the case is. But sometimes we we respect each other's boundaries. Right. And we don't poke each other. And we haven't done we haven't done none of that. No. Right. Because you know some people want to know. Mm-hmm. They listening and they wondering. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna tell y'all no. Kenny and I haven't uh, engaged in any way sexually. Mm-hmm. Not because Kenny ain't fine. Um. And got a whole fat butt, and you know it's I, Detroit. I could pick it's, it's them the up. Detroit. And, ooh, Lord Jesus, Mills. my friend is fine. Okay, um, You're very but thank you. But the nature of our relationship just has never gone there, um, and that's that. Everybody, just because your friend fine and because you know they fuck good, don't mean you gotta fuck them. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes you can, because I don't mind. And and we're we're about to talk about that at some point. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you can have sex with friends, but Kenny and I just haven't had sex because we don't need to. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, again, um, as sex god to other sex god, yes. you know, we have our different kingdoms. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm over here in Los Angeles, and then you over in New York with your kingdom and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure New York got some other sex gods that I'm sure you've yes. probably met. Yeah. Mm. What happens when you two happen to meet and the sex is just, just fabulous? It's like the creation story all over again. Oh, my Lord. And there was light. The big bang. Is that the cum shot? Uh, no, it's the whole interaction. Mm. Like, you know, everything. It's, if you look in the creation narrative, pow, he created light. Pow, then it, it was the sea. And then the land came. It's the whole, it's the whole thing. Um, yeah, like there is one person whom it was one of the, you know, who, who have consistently been the most volatile and Mm -hmm. exciting and passionate and wild 
sex I've ever had. Who? Other Scorpios. Mm. That shit is dangerous. Really? Yeah. Really dangerous. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I've, I've encountered some of the other Scorpion gods, and it has been noteworthy. Um, it gets a little crazy, and then, um, hmm. and, and I try not to, to use that term, crazy. Right. Um, but, but it is otherworldly and out of the mind. Yeah. So should everyone try their own Zodiac? I don't know. I don't know about nobody else. I just know me and Scorpios. Um, cause I started to, when I just started to say that I was mm-hmm. thinking about one particular Scorpio who lives here in LA. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time we kissed mm-hmm. and we both pushed back and was like, Whoa. Oh. What the fuck was that? Oh. And then we grabbed each other and, and went in. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about him mm-hmm. and I was going to say, yeah, one time. And then the immediate follow up thought before that one could finish was hmm. the others. And the other two that I'm thinking about were Scorpios. And it was cr- it was volatile and a lot. And I had to create distance because that mm-hmm. shit was not normal. Interesting. Yeah. I know with uh, Sagittarius, like we have like that particular chemistry where anything goes with us because we're so adventurous and open. And, yeah. And I mean, our big thing is that we're open and curious individuals. So it's anything goes, you know, obviously, if that falls within like your realm of kink yeah. and, and fetishes and stuff like that, what you're into, whatever your boundaries are, we tend to not have too many. But it gets it gets hot because I'm. As Sag, it's like we're we're fire signs, so you know it, it gets a little hot in the room. Uh, I've I've had some sex with some Sagittarius before, and it was amazing. It was beautiful. Okay, so maybe have sex with your own zodiac. See how that goes. Yeah, for fuck you. your own zodiac. See how it goes. Tell us in a comment. Interesting. That's cute. So, are you still doing this survey? Are you thinking about bringing it back up? I thought about bringing it back up and it would be different than the 20 something year old in 2004. Mm-hmm. I was 19, 20. Mm. So my brain was wired a bit differently. I would ask different questions now. And now I, w- I would say there's not necessarily a, ru- a need for me to do the survey now because the check-in process, um, the aftercare process is a part of my everyday sexual experiences. Mm-hmm. I'm paying attention in the moment. I'm getting your feedback in the moment. I'm asking mm-hmm. in the moment. So, and I'm like the level of information that I gather mm-hmm. is, but that's like everything in my life. Um, my I brain stockpiles and reads all types of physical cues, the way your body shifted, moved, the sounds you made, the way you winced your eye, mm-hmm. anything, the way that like I felt your your anatomy expand or contract, mm-hmm. whether that's your your anus or your penis, whatever the case is. Like how you shivered when I touched this part or mm-hmm. like I pay attention to all of those things. Same. Um you know, and I ask questions too. Mm-hmm. So if I did the survey now, um, I'm not sure what the point of it would be. It'd just be but for sport. Yeah, it would be for sport and ego, and that's not necessary. Interesting. No, I'm very big on being attentive yeah. of the sex. And like you say, listening, um, looking and seeing exactly what it's like when you know that booty hole opens up, when the back starts to arch a little bit. And even when it comes down to just like the whole feel of it all, I mean, you just pay attention. Like, that's my big thing. Pay attention and be attentive to your lover so you can continue having good sex. Because if you're not thinking about what is going on on your end, you giving them bad sex, they're going to stop you. They're Mm -hmm. not going to want to have sex no more. And that's going to be on you. And now they like get off me. So exactly. Yeah. Okay. Cute. I, I kind of want to do that, but I feel like this should have been done when I was like, again, 26 or maybe, yeah. you know, early this year. <laughs> yeah. 
but yeah, it brings me to I did a poll on Instagram. I don't remember if you I don't know if you remember uh taking a poll or anything like that, but it was about if you can turn a sex buddy or fuck buddy, however you want to call him, if you can turn a sex buddy into a potential high value partner. A high value partner. Of course, we got the high value shit from. Or a high value friend. Was that part of the question or was it a partner? A partner. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like y'all met off of Grinder or Jacked or Scruff or whatever at Deviant. I mean, we meet in different ways as, as the gays. But um, if y'all bust each other down and stuff on the first night, first them, whenever, like, and sledding each other out, creaming all over each other, you mm-hmm. know what the gays like. You know, yeah. You know how they do it. And y'all know that y'all have like certain sexual chemistry and with other people and that honesty is there. If you can particularly turn that that partner, that sex partner into someone that you can actually date and potentially fall in love with. Do you think that that's possible? Absolutely. Oh. Why? I don't get why people quote unquote give their body mm-hmm. to people that you wouldn't want to be dot 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 with. Really? Why? You ask me if I give my body to everybody that's worthy as a mm-hmm. sex god, if I'm having sex with everybody, who's worthy? Well, everybody is, right? Because there's intrinsic value in every human being. That don't mean I want to fuck you. Mm-hmm. But you're worthy if I decided to. And why, if I thought you weren't worthy, would I give you my body? Mm-hmm. And if you were worthy of my body, why wouldn't you be worthy of time and space in some type of intimate relationship? Mm-hmm. And that's largely because most of us, again, this generalization, mm-hmm. as I said in the other episode, as for specifically black queer men, mm-hmm. most of us um, are disconnected from our ability to sustain deep, long-lasting, fulfilling relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's largely because we objectify each other so much and disconnect parts of ourselves from other parts of ourselves that would make our lives a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. So y'all have great sex, mm-hmm. right? And you you out here running the Hollywood Hills, busting them down, right? Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I saw it this weekend with you. They're fawning over you. They they making they 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 performing in the club to make sure you see it tooted and booted, right? Mm-hmm. All of those things. Oh my God, Kenny's sex was just so great. He's a sex god. Mm-hmm. Full stop. Mm-hmm. Kenny's smart as fuck. Kenny is kind as fuck. A really good friend. Fun to be around. Responsible. Right? Has great relationships with his friends and family. Mm-hmm. Right? Has a sense of integrity. That's right. All of those things. Mm-hmm. Same person was the nigga that was busting them all down. Mm. And we act like the only person that exists is the one that showed up to dick me down. And I've completely cut off every other aspect of who you are Mm -hmm. as a person, as a professional, as a friend, as a lover for your dick, Mm -hmm. for your hoe. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. When I show up and dick you down. Mm hmm. All of Coriel Scott showed up. The nigga you was watching on YouTube and that was so smart and oh my God, <laughs> I can't believe he said all of that showed up. Mm-hmm. And, and we ignore it. I think we dismiss a lot of, it. We disconnect it. I think because I know for me, like I said, at an early age, I lost my virginity very early. And then I stopped having sex for a long time. Cause again, I had like my own little hangups around sex and what that was like. And mm-hmm. I think when I made the decision it's actually, I mean, to be perfectly frank, it's when I became like strictly a top mm-hmm. when I stopped experimenting 
um, and being curious and being open to at least try. Um, it was it was only that when I just I mean, I discover how how easy it was just to strap on a Magnum, pull that shit all the way down to the base, go in, let have and leave, you know, and I went through like that again, that sexual awakening at 26. And at that point, I think I kind of got the wires mixed up, you know, when I was younger, because I kind of just learned how to compartmentalize individuals, you know, and. At this age, not 32, I can obviously critique where I was in that mindset. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I was dropping dick off like the milkman and, and going along my way. You know, I would finish up work, you know, yeah. be in a meeting, you know, somewhere 20 minutes away. And, and I'm like, all right, it's traffic and I'm kind of horny. Let me get on jacked. And I was actually using the apps for what they're, you know, yeah. used for. And um, it's like, all right, well, thanks, you know, wash my dick off and then leave and go take my ass home. Yeah. A lot of us miss great relationships because we just wanted to fuck the person. Mm, A lot of us miss great friendships because they was just a smash. Mm. A lot of us miss a whole lot of lessons, mm-hmm. a whole lot of growth points, a whole lot of joy, a whole lot of lasting memories mm-hmm. because it was just some dick or ass. Yeah. I mean, like I said, at that age, I, I can, critique. even at this age, mm-hmm. I'm 37. I'll be 38. It's still friends of mine that are missing. Your, your partner that you, you talking about you want forever because you turned him into a sexual object and that's it. That's all you ever allowed him to be. How does one get that particular person out of that, out of that, that light? Is it something that someone can do to get themselves so out of that box? relationships are about agreement. Mm-hmm. Whatever type of relationship is based on an agreement. True. An agreement is established through communicating. True. So, so now we back at communicating. Mm-hmm. What are you open, what are you open to or interested in? Mm-hmm. Kenny, right? right? Is a question I might ask. Mm-hmm. Hey, are you are you open to spending more time in addition to sex mm-hmm. or outside of sex? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we got a sexual relationship. That's the agreement that we had, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because the relationships are about agreement. Correct. Now we have to renegotiate this agreement. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Hey, um, I wanted to touch base and have a conversation because I'm I I like having sex with you. I th- I think you're cool. Like the vibe is dope. I'm wondering if that extends beyond just us having sex. Gotcha. Yo, I'm doing something game night, mm-hmm. and it's my friends. Mm-hmm. Do you want to come over? I invite people, you know, I make furniture and stuff, right? Yeah. I invite people to come project with me, come work on my projects with me. Hmm. And for me, Mm -hmm. when people reject those things and make it clear to me that, that all they are interested in is sex, Mm -hmm. that's probably going to be the end of our interaction. If you cannot see me as a whole human being and I invite you into that space, and you reject it outright, mm-hmm. then that's probably going to be the end of it. Funny enough, one of my biggest pet peeves is being sexually objectified. Gotcha. Especially when people start that big dick shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, that is, you got one time to say that to me. And I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you that one warning. Mm-hmm. If it ever happens again, yeah, we done. It, wow. it's, it's a huge, huge pet peeve of mine. And I, baby, I sling dick from here to forever. Mm-hmm. I know it's big. You know it's big. Mm-hmm. That's not my name. That's not who I am. So don't address me that way. Don't save me in your phone that way. The first time I see it, I'm going to ask you to change it. Mm. And if you don't, well, your memory is all you're going to have. Because we turn each other into sexual objects. Mm-hmm. And, and so now you... Kenny, who are all of those things, mm-hmm. reduce yourself to just a fuck. 
not only them, but yourself too. Mm-hmm. So I think absolutely that people, you who were a fuck buddy could be a quote high value. <laughs> I mean, partner. So, so do you, are you telling, are you in your own opinion? Are you suggesting at least that we vet our sexual partners a little bit longer to see exactly if they could be a potential? Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Okay. Or, or, or at the, at the very minimum, be open to it. Like you and I have had this conversation about friends, mm-hmm. about having sex with friends. Mm-hmm. I be I think it's so weird that people be like, oh my God, I'm not fucking my friends. Oh my God, I would never date my friends. Oh my God, that's why you're single. Oh my God, that's why your relationships don't work. Oh my God, that's why all the shits, dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Because the person that you trust with every part of your life, mm-hmm. yeah, he handsome, he smart, he dot, 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 but that's my friend. Mm-hmm. And then you go date this knucklehead nigga who ain't your friend, who you can't spend time with, who who don't go on nowhere you go to vacation, who don't like none of the shit that you like, who you can't talk to, Mm -hmm. don't want to bring around your family and your friends, Mm -hmm. but your best friend that you've had for 10 years, who checks all the boxes on that thing that you created for this list, and both you niggas single, Mm -hmm. but that's my friend. Our longest relationships are our friends, but the niggas we date be two, three days. So are you suggesting that we fuck our friends? I'm suggesting that we expand our our horizon and ask ourselves why we have these limitations. Why can't a fuck buddy be a a high value partner? Mm -hmm. Why can't a friend be a fuck buddy? Why can't a friend be a high value relationship? Mm. And if your answer is, well, that's that's my friend. You got, that's, we established that. We know. That's why I'm asking the question. Mm -hmm. Because I know it's your friend. Mm -hmm. I'm asking you why underneath that. You shaking the table with this one. And people. This is a whole new poll now. Yeah. I mean, you can ask, put it up. See what people say. But I have, we talked about this. Probably that same conversation about the survey. Mm -hmm. We talked about. The fact that one of my favorite sexual partners, one of my favorite sexual partners, one of my closest friends. Mm-hmm. And it's a real friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, real. And if we stop having sex today, mm-hmm. the friendship would not change. Gotcha. That when I was writing my first book, and I would hit like blocks mm-hmm. and I wasn't writing or produce. He'd be like, yo, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Where are you at? Like how much progress have you made? Mm-hmm. And I'd be bullshitting. And he'd be like, yo, so you're bullshitting. I need you to get it together. Mm-hmm. Yo, like when you go to South Africa, you need to concentrate and get some shit done. Mm-hmm. Yo. Oh, you're not taking this seriously. We're not fucking. Interesting. Um, hey, let me let me read the chapters. Mm-hmm. Like my my family. He, I'm in New York now. He's there. Mm-hmm. So all the shit that I would do with building and saving this and doing that, mm-hmm. my sisters will call him. Or I'll call him like, hey, can you go do this? I just called him last week, mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, not even last week, to say, hey, can you go pick up this air conditioner and take it to my sister? Because oh. it's a heat wave in Chicago. And he was like, didn't you know it was a heat wave last week? Why you ain't tell me she needed the air conditioner? I could have been when and picked it up. Mm-hmm. Like, we're real friends. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And we have great sex. And here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. You trust your friends with everything. Your, the real ones. Yep. You trust them with everything. Mm-hmm. But you can't trust them with your body. You can't trust them with your heart. 
Mm. It don't really make sense mm-hmm. that the person you trust with all your secrets, you trust with your debit card information, you trust with the keys to your house, mm-hmm. you trust with access to your family. They know they your emergency contact, mm-hmm. all of the things. But you can't trust them with with your heart. You can't trust them with your your body and your health. Baby, I trust my friends. So if I'm going to fuck somebody, mm-hmm. I'd rather it be my friend because I know they're not going to hurt me intentionally. I know there's care and concern. I know that at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I could fall asleep with this nigga in my house mm-hmm. and I ain't got to worry about if the China came up missing. But you let these little knuckleheads in your house and you on pins and needles. Mm-hmm. Because you can't leave the room. What? The no, joke. No, clap. Me. Clap until I come back in the room. But okay. if you stop clapping, you stole something. You're doing something. Right. What? But your friends that you trust, and they fine, too. Mm-hmm. Attractive. They the, they the things you like sexually. Mm-hmm. Y'all like the same little freaky dicky shit because y'all be texting about it in the group chat. Mm-hmm. What? Hmm. How does this make sense? It don't. But then there's also this element that people don't have emotional dexterity, right? Don't have a a large emotional vocabulary, Mm -hmm. um, are stunted. And so that's why sex is just sex. That's why you can't experience intimacy with the hookup with the fuck buddy mm-hmm. or intimacy with the friend that that may be sexual intimacy because mm-hmm. you're not even well acquainted with your own emotions and shit. Yeah, because I feel like, you know, like I said, at an early age, I just got into the game. I, I, I fell out the sky into the streets. And it was just a bunch of people, again, like I said, you know, at the beginning, it was people that I knew I would never, you know, they didn't have the qualities that I wanted in a partner romantically, but they had the sexual aspect of it. And we can, we can actually fulfill that with each other, but it's like, eh, if it was ever a situation where it was with somebody, I mean, you kind of see how people, you know, being here in L.A., we got to go out and you kind of got to see like what that black LA gay scene looks like, but it's even bigger than what we got to see this past weekend. But I mean, everyone don't fucked on each other and stuff and you see, and you know, the whole facts about people. Yeah, you like, you I got don't the want to report. Yeah. You like, I don't want to date this particular person. Cause they a shady individual with their friends or, you know, their character traits are fucked up. And I wouldn't want to fuck you either. Oh, Hmm. Because why do I got to compartmentalize my life now? Mm-hmm. That you're going to be shady to me too? Mm-hmm. You're going to be the same fucked up individual to me too? Mm-hmm. And treat me like that? I'd rather not. You bring up a great point. It's like, it's the same. You're not, you're not a high ethical sex partner. Mm-hmm. And then just a shitty friend. No, you're a shitty person. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not have sex with you. I don't care how fine you are, how good the ass is, how big the dick is. I'd rather not because of the person you are. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think if we allow whole people to come into our bedrooms or any of those things. And the other thing is, ain't none of these relationships out of box. True. Ain't nothing coming ready made. Mm-hmm. All the relationships you got to figure out. Kenny doesn't like this. Kenny does like that. Mm -hmm. This don't work for me. That does work for me. And so figure that out with the people that, oh, we, we do have great sexual chemistry. Now, if, if both of us are open to it, let's figure out if we can get these other things sinking and firing off too. Mm -hmm. But we just want to fuck because we was in our twenties or in our in our thirties, when we in our prime, whatever it is, enjoy. Hmm. Yeah, like I said, I I enjoy, um, I enjoyed a lot because my thing was, you know, again, I was able to compartmentalize. Be and seventy in the Elin Harris. Uh, 
I don't want to be no, no. The only book I want to be is what I'm, That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, we got to do better. It's going to be a whole bunch of. There's a movie called Brother to Brother with Anthony Mackie in it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's a poet. And there's this poet from the Harlem Renaissance. Um, and he's older. He's in his 60s or 70s. Mm-hmm. And he's crushing on Anthony Mackie, who's in his 30s, right? Mm-hmm. A little young tenderoni. Okay. And, and he's old and single. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anthony Mackie is straight, I believe, in this movie. I think he is. And the old guy, um, he's advanced in age and he's gained, you know, the old man weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I re- there's a line in the movie where he says, sometimes when I look in the mirror, I think to myself, how did a fine ass like me mm-hmm. get trapped in a body like this? Mm. And that's going to be a whole lot of motherfuckers reality. Because you fucked through everybody and you didn't see people as, as whole persons. You're going to be old with 60 pounds on you because that's what age does. Mm-hmm. Trapped in that body that you were running around in uh, that same personality from your 20s and 30s and your 40s. Because we still got good years in there. So do. And you, and you ain't got nobody. And, but your friend. Mm-hmm. They still there. Your fuck buddy. That you didn't have all these years. Mm-hmm. They still there. And now all y'all old. And alone. Talking mm-hmm. about Donnie McClurk. Talking like Donnie McClurkin. Lord. I don't know. I just don't know how to do relationships. I don't think I'll ever be now, happy. How did Donnie get brought into this? <laughs> you done shot a... You done shot... Because he damn near 72. Lord, he in his sixties talking about he can't find nobody. He don't know how to be in a relationship, and that's the same thing. We don't know how to be in because we. Okay, I'm just. But we right. also, as as gay men, especially gay black men, we didn't have too much representation. So let's work. Let's work with each other then. Mm-hmm. Find a therapist. You can't find a therapist. Find some friends. Create a support group. Start reading some books together. Have conversations together. Whatever the fuck you got to do. Talk to the old gay man. That's by himself talk to that old gay couple that's still telling everybody they friends because mm-hmm. they didn't get married after 2014 2015 but they've been together talk to them see right? the old niggas yeah you gotta draw lines sometimes the old I, niggas that you know they they like to yeah they that like the man in the movie he was pushing up on anthony mackie that's fine but, but everybody like to too yes and but everybody don't of course, not everybody. And and you and you gotta learn the techniques of of creating distance without alienating people. Mm-hmm. I mean, in in the event that it's appropriate to do so, like mm-hmm. I can tell you, I don't need you to touch me. Like the other night when we went out, yeah, that baby, man, that, that shit. Touched that mm-hmm. He reached and and grabbed that boy's ass, and his old ass friend did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said to you, I, what? What is happening? Mm-hmm. Like you just touching somebody without permission? Mm-hmm. Now his old ass hears me talking to Kenny. What did you say? Uh, why did I touch him without permission? I said, yes. That's exactly what I said. Like you, that, you didn't get consent. Well, when he came over to the table, that was consent. And you're fucking 70 outside trunks mm-hmm. with your old ass friends and ain't got nobody still touching on 20 somethings because everybody was a fuck buddy to you and nobody could be a high value partner and so you in your 70s still looking for fuck buddies sexually assaulting individuals to right. come to the table to offer permission for you and your friends and that's that's what his response was he came over to the table that was permission yeah because you grabbed his ass out of your damn mind. The but that's, that's, that's who we gonna be. I'm not trying to be like that though. Right. So open up. Explore your emotions. Explore your, your relational dynamics and flexibility. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying you gotta date everybody you fuck. I ain't saying you gotta fuck all your friends. Date all your friends. I'm saying be open to difference. Be open to some stuff. Hmm. We got all these rules and don't know why. Can't even explain them. Mm-hmm. What is the efficacy of that rule, sir? 
ma'am, person, sibling, okay. tell me. Hmm. That's just my friend. It don't feel right. Go away. Hmm. You've given me much to think about. Tonight. Please think about it. You've given me much to think about. I will say. It's a scary road. It, it, it is because it's... The risk. Okay. Hmm. If you're not living life on the edge, you're taking up too much space. Ooh. Well, damn. Hmm. You might die anyway. True. And you could have died with, with me being your, the best love experience you ever had. Mm-hmm. As your friend. Mm-hmm. But that didn't happen because I was just your friend. Or even when we do have those feelings for the fuck buddy or the friend or the whoever mm-hmm. and keep it to ourselves, because they are just dot, dot, dot. Then they die and we at the funeral feeling like the love of my life laying here in this casket. Mm. Then they get in the relationship with somebody else and you feeling like I missed the motherfucking boat. Why didn't I? When you mm-hmm. had all the chance, all the opportunity in the world. Mm-hmm. Then you in a relationship with somebody else and you still looking over there at your friend, at your old fuck buddy like, I love him, but there's something here too. Mm-hmm. All these complications because you ain't want to take no risk? Okay. Corey's shaking the table today. I want to know what y'all think about. I I now have to do a poll on on the Instagram and possibly the Twitter because I need to see what people think about this. I'm gonna tell you what sixty five to seventy percent of the people are gonna say. I'm not dating my friends. Mm-hmm. I'm not, no like if they a fuck buddy they they just a fuck buddy. Like mm-hmm. if I wanted to be with them I would. That's what sixty five to seventy percent of the people are gonna tell you. I guarantee it. It's pro- it might even be higher than that. Go on, take your poll. No, I believe you. I believe you. I'm curious. Follow up poll. Right? Question mm-hmm. number one is dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Question number two is, are you single? Question B to that, how long is your longest relationship? Mm-hmm. Then, follow up, how long is your longest friendship? that shares these dating right we're gonna do these four questions mm-hmm. see if it match up 70 percent of y'all talking about no i would never hmm. and your longest relationship with a man is a year mm-hmm. but this friend of yours y'all been rocking 10 12 years mm-hmm. through all your relationship drama and all day bullshit and all the joys and all the successes and all the failures and all the things mm-hmm. That fuck buddy who you needed to come change your tire that night. And that was the only person you could call. And they got their little raggedy ass up and came and changed your tire. Or came in and, and helped you climb in your window because you locked your keys out. Mm-hmm. Or whatever it is. And, and we, miss, we miss all of that. Because they just a fuck buddy. They just a friend. I don't, I don't see them like that. You need glasses? <laughs> you need LASIK? Let me help you see differently. Quite possibly. Interesting. I'm just saying it's possible. I ain't saying everybody has to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's the way for everybody. Everybody ain't cut out for it. Everybody ain't built for it. Yeah. Some of y'all could be built differently. You're built bad because you don't work out. Lord. And I'm talking about emotionally. Lord have mercy, y'all. Corey, you have given us a lot to think about today. <laughs> You have shaken the table with your godly wrath. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, interesting. Okay. I'm going to do a poll. Y'all make sure to follow New Radio. Please. Make and sure I, to I to answer it. all your polls anyway. You do. Truthfully and honestly, and I appreciate you for it. Yeah, make sure y'all um, follow New Radio on Instagram and Twitter because I'm going to be posting. Y'all can find it at New Radio 101. And then also, I'll probably post it on my Kenny Heflin Instagram okay. too. Yeah. And I mean, you know, follow up with Corey too and see, you know. Yes, please. If he has like any extra little something, something, you know, 
I mean, who knows? Yeah, whatever. But yeah, I mean, like I say, follow up with us. Corey has given us a lot to think about tonight. And this entire week. Your mama like your friends. Your best friend like your friends. Mm-hmm. What is wrong with us? It's like a, a shoe-in. Your fuck buddy is kind to you. They kind and they small. Yeah. Lord. <laughs> y'all, y'all make my life hard. Because I got to counsel and coach and all of this shit. Mm-hmm. And this all is you in love with this man and you about to get married. And I'm talking about this shit with you at marriage counseling in the individual session. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I need you to be honest with me when you're getting ready to go into this marriage, you know. And in our individual session, mm-hmm. I didn't sussed out that you got feelings for a friend or a fuck buddy. Child, y'all stress me out. Has that happened before? Yes. Oh. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't have people. Everybody told them you shouldn't get married. They didn't when they got married. And guess what? Now they're divorced. Wow. <sighs> y'all be stressing me out. And I'll be talking for free on new radio and podcasts uh, like it. And y'all don't be listening. My hourly is not cheap. And they don't just stress me out. Yeah, y'all make sure to, to take some of these uh, tidbits and these tools and things that Corey's laying out. Because, again, he's given us a lot to think about and to consider this week. Hmm. Hmm. I don't want none of my friends. I mean, mm, mm. Do you want me to be messy on new radio? Go ahead. You be having lesbian uh, link-ups with your friends. They not my friends. Oh, they just fuck buddies. Yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And and they thought, I told hold I it, too pause. Good for the welfare. And they thought so much of you that in their little lesbian mind, Mm-hmm. They done tooted it up and bent it over. Mm. And what do you reward them with? You yes. just a fuck, buddy. Child, you get a mold and send the boys molds of your penis. Save us some drama. Child. I have, look, now I have questions to other people now, but I mean, yes. We gonna see. And wait, this this it. I'm gonna leave it alone after this. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't y'all not gonna sit up here on this podcast in, in the in the metaverse and act like you don't just be accepting dick and ass as a consolation prize. Cause you really wanted something else, but this was all you could get from the person, so you accepted it. Ooh. Leave me the fuck alone. Not shots fired at people. You real violent this episode. Donnie McClurkin and got some and I <laughs> Maturity Everybody could get it. It's prime you didn't accept the dick because you thought that was it. They just gonna be a fuck buddy because you scared to ask. They just gonna be a friend because you scared to ask. Maybe they both scared to ask. Right, and both you scared motherfuckers gonna be kicking outside tracks, trunks, feeling on twenty somethings in your fucking 50s, 60s, 70s. Go away. Yeah, y'all. Please don't be doing that. Please don't be doing that. At least have some money for the boys. Some trial. Interesting. Cheese. Well, Corey has been very violent. He, again, the sex god has unleashed his wrath on, uh, on all of us. And um, everyone got hit. So Me too. I told on myself a little bit. So I mean, you yeah. know. I ain't spared myself. Look, because none of us are too good for the welfare. I'm just saying. Right. Shit. Well... Y'all make sure to follow Corey on Instagram and Twitter and potentially TikTok at Corey L. Scott, C-O-R-Y L-S-C-O-T-T. There we go. And make sure to subscribe to Nude Radio, streaming on all platforms where you can hear podcasts and to follow me at Nude Radio 101 on Instagram and Twitter. And make sure to take this poll because I'm posting it tonight. I don't know if I'm going to air this yet, but baby, just get ready. Take the poll. Look at it on Kenny Heflin on Instagram. But yes, thank you, Corey. You're welcome, Fran. This has been a this has been an episode.
Yeah. Mm, well, we appreciate you. Thanks for coming to LA. Oh my God, you made my trip so so great. Thank you. Likewise, because usually I just be in the house. But um, thank y'all. Thank you, Corey. Bye. Bye.